Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go on the range with Jay Delsing. Good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I am your host, Jay Delsing, and I am here. Meet. I've got a stranger sitting next to me. Call security. All tanned up, ready to roll. I'm not seeing much of a tan. I mean, I'm thinking if I spend six weeks out in Arizona, I'm going to melt my hair off. You know, he doesn't look like he's done that. It looks good. It's good to have you back. Thank you. I'm barely feeling welcomed back, so thank you very much. Uh, We we had a real elaborate um, welcome back party for you, and then we scrapped it. Good. Probably a good plan. Yeah. But budget issues. That's yeah, what it was. It was. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, no, Pearlie's back with me, and, and welcome back, Pearl. Um, the show's formatted like around the golf. The first segment is called On the Range, and On the Range is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Um, you can check us out on our social media outlets. And, Pearl, I'm not going to put this kind of pressure on you to call our social media outlets after a long vacation. I couldn't like do that. it before so, I left, for the record. I, I know, which was absolutely <laughs> fun. But um, Twitter is at Jay Delsing. Facebook is Golf with Jay Delsing. And Jay Delsing Golf LinkedIn is Jay Delsing. And the Instagram, uh, nobody knows nor cares. All right. So, Pearl, we put together some fun stuff today. Um, and when... The thing that I wanted to start to show off with was, you know, kind of what's new in golf right now? What's going on in golf right now? And it's impossible for us to not talk even a little bit about Patrick Reed. He just won the World Golf Championship down in Mexico City. I want to talk about that. He played spectacular. That's what I want to talk about. This man. Okay. We got a whole closet full of issues with this dude. He b- brings a, a truck full of drama with him wherever he goes. None of it's However, new. None of it, some of it's new, but it's the same old story. Yeah. Went from Captain America to Captain Controversy every, everywhere he goes. However, he knows how to close a golf tournament yeah, down. Yeah, he's tough, man. He's tough. Yeah. It he's was tough. a great finish, too. Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, he's tough. Is not going to go away. No. And, no. and he's uh, made a complete body transformation. He's gained what? Almost 30 pounds, I think. Yeah, I was actually up close and personal uh, down in Tigers Tournament down in the Bahamas. Oh, uh, that's right. You were at the Bahamas, too. What, were we at the Bahamas? <laughs> yeah, I did not, hey, did he, not get that invite. No, I didn't either. Hey, listen, you, there's seats on that plane I was flying down there on. Is that that missed phone call that we had? I guess. I thought I missed a call from <laughs> Pearlie, but it was like three man. months ago. Yeah, you know, by the way, it was an invite from a uh, old college teammate. So uh, Alberto didn't. I thought maybe you were invited. You yeah, just couldn't he, make Alberto it. Alberto Valenzuela. We're just giving you trouble. Anyway, so go ahead. So, But up close and personal. Up you close and personal. Yeah. First of all, what a personable guy. Yeah. I'd never s- spoken to him. You see him on TV. They make him out to be this mad professor and stuff like that. He just kind of comes walking up to our table, sits sits down, has a cocktail, and we're just kind of talking stuff. He couldn't have been calmer. Alberto uh, knew him fairly well, so they kind of carried on a conversation. Just a nice guy. Yeah, in person, he doesn't look like the Hulk, but he's obviously yeah. beefed up. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people, as usual, well, he, why is he doing that? He shouldn't do this. He shouldn't do right. that. Well, guess what? He's hitting it further. He's done what he wants. He believes what he's doing. And uh, it's just a matter of time for him to break through again. Pearl, Pearl our good buddy, Brandel Chambly, who has never been one to not say whatever the hell he wants <laughs> or whatever's on his mind, said something to Rory. I remember it was probably a year ago now, though, where he goes, and look at what happened to Tiger when he got so... And I'm thinking to myself, what happened to Tiger? He's 
The you best got hit player in the head with a nine iron. <laughs> well, he got hit in the head with a nine iron, but that didn't have anything to do with him lifting weights. He was comparing Rory getting too bulked up to what getting bulked up to Tiger's game, what what it did to Tiger's game. And I'm thinking, by, by the way, I think you, it did a lot of good for Tiger's game. And, and Rory's got to be thinking, I hope that happens to me. Well, I was going to say, by the way, Rory has absolutely uh, trimmed it up, beefed it up, yep. and done whatever the heck yep. you do to, to get like that. Yep. And he looks like he's kept his flexibility and everything else, and he's just out there bombing it. I think Rory likes to just walk out and just bomb it. Well, if you hit your driver, <laughs> yeah. if any of us in the room hit our driver, one one-hundredth is good as this guy does. It's ridiculous. Well, Gary I mean, Wood- you want to hit it. I want to hit it in this room right now if I could, just banging off the walls a couple of times. Gary Woodland said... Uh, uh, and he was not happy about this no. comment. This is great. He said Rory has hit it by him a couple times because he Rory hits it higher, not because well, he hits it well, further. So let's let's frame this a little bit. Down in Mexico City, it's out. They're playing at altitude. They're playing at almost eight thousand feet. Yeah. Okay. So that's the equivalent to like Vail, Colorado. And Gary is a low hitter, low ball hitter. That's why he's you know a force to be reckoned with when the swing turns to Florida and it gets windy. Rory is not. And when that ball launches up in the air like that, Gary said Rory hit it by me a couple of times. 80 yards past me, and you could tell he was not happy about that at all. He's not used to that. Anyway. But anyway, Reed also, Reed doesn't hit the ball far. No. Reed's got some funky things going on, but that guy can play, and he is a competitor. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I got to tell you, when I was doing the U.S. Open uh, for Fox at 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 Oakmont, uh, Dustin Johnson, year he won, uh, I had Bryson DeChambeau on, I think it was a Friday. And he came up to me because I was talking to his caddy. He came up to me, knew who I was, called me Mister Delsing, which really that's appropriate because he's so a gray really, hair, I suppose, or, really or you're good. taller Dis- than he is, or something distinguished. like that. Distinguished, yeah, nah, distinguished. I meant to say that too. Yeah, that too. Uh, but no, to your to your point, uh, personable, um, a little crazy with his uh, approach because it's so different. But I like it. Yeah. Well, again, it's kind of it maybe crazy isn't the way to we'll call it unique because yeah. it's not crazy because no. it's working. Right. Right. And I'm just waiting for the next guy to come up through the ranks with all the clubs being the same length and uh, having his calculator in his back pocket. He's got a little, a couple of wheels. Did you see the little, it's almost like a ring that's about, uh, oh, maybe three inches thick. And he's got a couple of those on his bag. At least he did at the time. And he's got all sorts of formulas and things written down on little cards over he there. He talked to me his caddy because apparently his caddy needs to know some of those yeah. things. Yo. You know, relations and stuff like that. I, you had to yeah, tell you, when you, you were you, you didn't ask me for yardages. You sure as heck weren't going to ask me for relations. No, that's one of the things that's funny when Pearly caddy for me. You didn't do the you didn't do the yardage book. No. You know, and that's one thing that was good though. I think because when you can stay, keep occupied with the yardages and all the other things going on, the birds chirping, you're in good shape. Right. I needed. I needed distraction. Exactly. Distraction. You. You. Well, no. You needed the right things to focus on. You didn't need to be. Free to catch distractions. I always did think just that was... his opinion, yeah, <laughs> folks. I know he's he's the caddy. Well, I don't go know, try, check yeah. the record. I think it's yeah. a pretty pretty solid record. I think it is too. Um, we have to talk in, in Mexico. You know, it, it sort of looked after three rounds like this was going to be JT's event. I mean, uh, he had a what a one stroke lead after three rounds. Uh, John Rahm got to be. What, what, how soon do you think it'll be before John Rahm's world number one? Well, you, we've talked about this a little bit. To me, it's when can he take the next step, step towards, I don't know, I hate, you know, maturing, calming down, self-control, calming his mind a little bit, something in that ballpark. The guy is, he just bombs it. He is just aggressive as can be. It just seems to get a little out of his head a little bit. And 
it doesn't take much out there. The guy's spectacular. So I don't know. Jay, it could happen next week. Yeah. But you, yeah. we've watched him, and he addressed it, what, better part of a year, a year and a half ago, that, hey, he said, I know I need to do some of this. So in the heat of the, of the moment, can he do it? And he's starting to. He's getting off to some poor starts, coming back. He's stumbling, coming back. He's doing all the things that the great players do uh, because you know there's going to be issues when things get rough. It's not going to always go well for him. Uh, and, and once he accepts that and realizes that's part of it, I think he starts winning left and right because he's awesome. Well, to, to your point, he shot 61-10 under par third round last week to go right in the middle of the yep. golf tournament. And if you looked at the leaderboard after about six or eight holes on Sunday, he had the lead. So he... he um, uh, he reminds me, his golf swing reminds me the way he shallows on the way down, Pearl. Reminds me a little of Sergio Garcia, former, yeah. uh, I mean, a fellow countryman, right. Spaniard. Um, but a uh, great driver of the ball, John Rahm, for as long as he hits it. And, uh, so, so, Pearl, in your opinion, who's the best player in the world right now? I, I have to say McElroy. I just, and for so many reasons. He Plus, is world number one also well, currently. But just the way he carries himself, just yep. the way he walks. He sat there for the last couple of years. He worked on his body. He did some other things. He's kind of ebbing and flowing back up to the top. And you can tell the way, it's not Tiger-esque for sure, but you can tell the way some of the other guys talk about him, look at him, treat him. It's Tiger-like type level to where they realize this guy's just got stuff in, in his game that other people don't have. He, from a ball-hitting standpoint, I would absolutely agree with you. From a putting yeah, standpoint... I don't like it. I agree I with you. Know. It's kind that's, of a... What, it's kind of a... It, 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 it seems the, like a hold-on drag to it, me a little exactly. bit where the There's face no gets taken a little bit to the, to the left. You know, he went and worked with Fax, with Brad Faxon, trying to get on the show here. And um, Did he listen? Uh, he did. He went, he went the very next week and won the Bay Hill... Arnold's tournament was it last year? I think he won by four or five. Had a great closing back nine. But when I watch that putter, it just doesn't look flowy. It doesn't look like you said there isn't a release. There's not a release. It's a blocky kind of a hold off sort of thing. However, when he does get hot, he pretty much runs the tables and and everybody's playing for second. Agree. It just seems like that type of stroke can also get cold and you'd be out there and you're not sure what's happening because you're blocking and sometimes it's a block with a little bit of a cut. So it's not releasing. So this, your speed isn't quite where it is. So to me, there's two or three things. Well, you, you can block, pull it. I'm, I can, I you, can, you can block that. anything. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so yeah. I think it can get confusing. Uh, you know, obviously, if he works with facts, that's probably exactly where he should uh, continue to spend more time. Right. Um, we'll we'll talk about this when we come back. But uh, there was a, an opposite field event down in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Victor Havlin got his first um, PGA Tour win, and just uh, we, you and I are both fans of him. We've mentioned him on the show before. Uh, it was great to see. Uh, interesting on how he went about it. But um, let's do that on the front nine. That's going to wrap up the uh, on the range segment. Um, thanks to Pro-Am Golf for sponsoring the On the Range segment. Come back. Pearlie and I are going to be on the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association is a proud sponsor of Golf with Jay Delsing. The MAGA has been the USGA Allied Golf Association in the St. Louis Central and Southern Illinois region since 1992. The MAGA provides over 30 days of competition opportunities and conducts qualifying for nine USGA championships while supporting more than 140 member clubs with amateur golf services. Find all of their information at metga.org or call 314-567-MAGA. I want to tell you about a strength training fitness program that helped me and that can help you. 
It's called 20 Minutes to Fitness. They have two locations, one in Clayton and one in Chesterfield. Every time you go to the gym with 20 Minutes to Fitness, you work with a professional trainer. They take you through specific machines and with specific exercises that are designed to help your golf game. We're talking about strength, flexibility, and those two components are huge to help you improve your game. Visit 20MinutesToFitness.com. Your first session is absolutely free. Get off the couch and get in shape. This is Dan McLaughlin, TV voice of the Cardinals. St. Louis is one of the best sports cities in the country. We also have a tremendous history of supporting professional golf. We're excited to bring professional golf back to St. Louis with the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic, September 28th through October 4th at beautiful Norwood Hills Country Club. Legends like Ernie Els, Fred Couples, Jim Furyk, Steve Stricker, and many more will be in St. Louis. For tickets and sponsorship information, head to ascensioncharityclassic.com. That's ascensioncharityclassic.com. I'd like to thank Whitmore Country Club for sponsoring my show, Golf with Jay Delsing, on 101 ESPN. Whitmore has been a great partner as I enter my second year. If you are considering a great place for your family to hang out, you've got to go over to Whitmore Country Club. Go in the golf shop. See my friend Bummer. He'll tell you all you need to know about the kids' club, the golf, the tennis. Uh, They've got uh, swim teams and leagues. There's anything you and your family could want at Whitmore Country Club. Visit them at WhitmoreGolf.com. How is the relationship with your bank? Does it meet your expectations for what a bank should be? Are they a partner for you and your business, providing value beyond the products and services offered? Or is it just a holding place for your money? At St. Louis Bank, we want to be your banking partner. We believe in being more for you and your business than a placeholder for your money. Our team works to understand you so we can provide the ideal products and services for you and your business. And we're always just a call, text, or email away to provide the banking advice that you need. Because at St. Louis Bank, we know when you succeed, we all succeed. Isn't it time you get the banking partner you deserve? St. Louis Bank, let's move your business forward together. Find us online at stlouisbank.com, connect with us on LinkedIn, or call at 314-851-6200. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Golf Classic. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. i got Pearly here with me. Meet is taking care of us here at the ESPN studios, running the board and um, timing us. And uh, we're on the front nine, Pearly. Um Let's talk about Whitmore real quickly. Um, man, they've been a great partner all of last year, all of this year. Um, if you are looking for a country club to join, that'll be just perfect for your family. You got to go to Whitmore Golf. Um, you can find them at WhitmoreGolf.com. Uh, Bill Brundard is the membership director out there. His number six three six nine two six nine six two two. He'll show you around. Um, and there's 90 holes of golf. You can not only can you play the 36 or at Whitmore, but you get um, access to the uh, Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardine, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. There's no cart fees associated with this membership. There's no food or beverage minimums. There's no assessments. No nothing like that. You got a 24-hour fitness center, a large pool complex, tennis courts. You got to go in and see our buddy Bummer. Bill will take you into Bummer, introduce you to Bummer, everything golf. He is running junior uh, uh, golf leagues. He's running uh, skin games, members' tournaments, couples' events. Um, They've got everything you need golf-wise out there. They've got everything for tennis. They've got a kids' club for your children. You drop your your kids off, go have a cocktail, go have dinner, go play golf. Your kids are well looked after. 
Whitmore Golf is your place. Want to play golf in 2020? Go see them. I just love that they've got so many different courses to play. I just think that's a big deal nowadays. You know, you, you don't need to just play one golf course all the time. You can go out and play a bunch of them. I think that's and awesome. How good, and how good is that for your game? It's phenomenal for yep. your game. Way better for your game. Changes right. change the scenery, too. I love it. Okay. All right, Pearl. So, Victor Hovland. Yep. He wins the Puerto Rican Open. Dramatic fashion. Holds a about 30, 35-foot putt. And, folks, if you haven't heard the Norwegian golf call of this putt going in, it goes for... Probably a little too long. It goes for like a minute and a half, but there, there are two men on here screaming in some sort of Norwegian, you know, Jargon. language that's just kind of like a, it's a complete cluster. They had so much excitement, which we're going to hear in a second. But I have to say, when I watched uh, Victor walk off the green, I'm not sure he really knew what happened. He was kind of in shock. His caddy was all pumped up, of course, right? Huge win, first win, et cetera, et cetera. But Victor, it's like his caddy had to shake him and hug him and, and push him around a little bit to where he realized what was going on. He was in shock. He looked like a deer in headlights, like he was stunned. And then all of a sudden you could see it. I don't know what the time uh, uh, situation was, how much time had, had gone on, but he was almost like, whoa. Plus, they didn't talk about this, of course, because the putt went in. If that putt misses the hole... It's still going. <laughs> it's still going. He better make a huge one coming yeah, back, or he's right. going to really be bummed yep. that he not only didn't make the putt to win, he would have had somewhere, what, Jay, six feet, eight feet? Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, ten yeah. feet? Yeah. I, I don't know enough about the green. Yep. All right, let's take a listen to this real quick. So they are super pumped, and right at the same time, Victor's like, like he just got in, in complete shock, didn't yep. know what was going on. Very, know, very didn't, cool didn't, story. Didn't know very what cool. happened. Yep, very cool. So um, uh, this is a kid that went to school with Matthew Wolf, Oklahoma State, another one of these young guys. Who already what, had a win. Right. Uh, Matthew Wolf won his third event on the PGA Tour. This is his uh, uh, Victor Hufflin's 17th uh, event, and he gets his win. Uh uh, who else do we have? We've got um, uh, Neiman from Chile has won an event, um, and we also have Colin uh, or Colin Morikawa yep. uh, from Cal, who also has a win. He won out in uh, Reno Tahoe. So um, uh, it's good, yeah, there good, are some good group coming up. That's for sure. And these are young guys. These are what? Uh, none of them is over twenty-two. I don't believe. And Victor, just he's got that. Little boy look like it's just so much fun to play golf. Yep, he does. And he's got some funky movement a little bit in, in his game, but he doesn't have any question in his belief or himself. Nope. I don't I don't believe. No. Nope. Nope. And what you and I were talking about, he made a triple bogey earlier in his round, the eleventh hole. A par three know, with no water. You know that golf course. Yep. So I, not that I really want to see that, but I'm try, trying to think out how how would you make a triple bogey and a par three with no water? Was right. there an OB over there someplace? Uh, well, unless he shanked one. I mean, you could have. Oh, well, but I don't believe. Let's, so. let's I don't, not talk about that. But anyway, I don't believe so. He uh, so. he survived a triple bogey and still comes back. That's a big deal. You talking about a level of confidence? In other words, you know you can go in a PGA Tour event, make a triple, and still win. We're not talking about a, a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday either, Pearl. Right. We're talking about a triple bogey on Sunday with only seven holes left and still wins. So that that's resilience. He's young. He's 
Got a great look. Um, but you, my point is, he knows he doesn't have to be perfect to win. That's a big deal because you don't have to be perfect to win. But until you win, you don't realize you don't have to right. be perfect to win. Yep, that's right. All right, so let's talk about this. is This is kind of fun. So I came across this um, um, article, this story. Uh, it was in an old golf week about the PGA Tour versus the LPGA Tour and money and travel and um, – uh, so what what this what this thing did was it took a player who finished fiftieth um, on each money list, all right, and broke down their money, their travel, their expenses. Each money list. Tell, say what you mean so by the that. PGA Tour money list. Yep. It took the fiftieth player. Um, LPG money list. And a fiftieth player on the LPG European money list. Money list. And guys and women's European money list. Right. Yep. And so um, first of all. The PGA Tour prize money list for 50th place on the money list was $2.15 million. They added another $600,005 for FedEx Cup bonuses and additional earnings through sponsorships and things like that. Now we go to the LPGA player. Their total prize money for 50th place was 420000 Plus an additional sixty thousand. So, so this woman is making four hundred eighty thousand, and this man is making two point seven five million. Okay, I can't and, wait. I can't wait to see where you're going to go with this. I just can't wait. Uh, okay, so what, one of the things that I found so fascinating to me was the expenses. Okay, let's go over expenses. So here's what the guy's expenses look like: mm-hmm. hotels. $55,000 a year. That's fine. So when you and I were traveling, we did not spend that kind of money in hotels. So I don't know where this guy's staying, but Motel 6, you can't spend $55,000. They're next, staying at a place $300 next. a night, bro. <laughs> we would have owned Motel that was 6. A week. That was a week stay for the executive suites. Yeah. Okay. We were usually next. staying. I mean, we stayed at like um, Red Roof uh, Inn and Spas, and we stayed at like the Motel 6 Racket Club and things like that. I remember like when that. Motel 6 was six bucks, and there was four of us in there, and we were fighting over who had to round out the dollars. That was in, that was in college. Uh, that was yeah, not, ba- not Bakersfield. Pretty. I not absolutely pretty. remember yeah, that. Not pretty. Yeah, Me, but, you, Ken Teal, and yep. some other schmuck the first, who was sleeping in the, in the closet. The, the first room hotel I ever stayed at on my first trip at UCLA it was called it was in Palo Alto we were playing at Stanford's tournament and it was called the glass slipper <laughs> don't even go there oh. don't don't stay at the glass the slipper, glass slipper. my mother came out one time for like a week two weeks and just kind of wanted to see what this is about she'd yeah. come see me play golf once in a while but she yeah. wanted to like travel so you know we go to the practice round we drive in go to the practice round go have a bite to eat go to the motel six the second night there she looks at me she's like do you really like this? I said, what do you like about She says, look at this room. Look at this. I said, what about the room? She says, there's hair in the bed. Yeah. I said, Mom, I don't see the hair Whatever. in the bed. Just yeah. go to don't, sleep. Don't bring that, that up, man. But for the record, that's the last time she came out of the yeah, room. Yeah. She was always very supportive, and she'd come watch watch golf. But she wasn't going to travel uh, in the uh, Motel 6. And, and that's when it was only her and I in the room. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't tell the other three guys that could come, so right. she had it right. easy. Right, right. She did. All right, so then we got 30000 in airfare, which, eh. I'm not sure the 50th guy. You isn't. told me caddies weren't allowed to fly, a, so there's there's another you're, misnomer you're, right you're, there. Burley took the train, meet. He was on Amtrak. <laughs> yeah, Greyhound, Greyhound or train. 
The airfare thirty thousand dollars could one. be the airfare could next be category. Light. We're that skipping I'm, the caddy fees. I'm, no, we're not skipping the caddy fees. Two hundred thousand dollars yeah. gets paid to the. Which, I can't for you for fifteen years. It didn't come to two hundred thousand. I can't for you for fifteen years. It didn't come to twenty grand. No, I don't think you were that. I'm still good. waiting for my think, gas money when, right, when I drove from Amarillo to uh, Newport that time. I mean, come uh, on, Amarillo to Newport. I don't think I played. I think you're working for somebody else. Uh, two hundred thousand dollar caddy fees. Sixty thousand for your swing coat. See, I helped you a little bit with your swing, too, and I saw none of that. 40, you didn't help me that well. $40,000 for the trainer. $50,000 for your mental coach. Wait a second. $75,000. problems right there, trainer and mental coach. And you wonder why you couldn't have why you weren't competing out there at the level that you wanted to? You know, like I put mine together, and I only had three categories, you know, and caddy wasn't one of them. Uh, no, I'm looking $75,000 to your agent. You know what? I'd have gladly given seventy five grand to my agent if he brought me all this dough. But I um, I didn't have an agent uh, that was doing that. Um, $25,000 for meals? That's assuming we ate. Oh, yeah. You can't spend that much money at, at Denny's and McDonald's. No, Period. Then 5, End of story. Then 5000 for the I account. wonder where my bad cholesterol came yeah. from. Now I know. Okay. So, so man, taking a lot of heat for a lot of things for a lot of years. The write-off. So that's Wait a second. Are we done? What about the accountant? Yeah, I'll Who needs an accountant? You, you would sit in your room, and when you would bring your paperwork and your accounting, your, your, your bills and stuff with you, I'm thinking to myself, you've got to be kidding. We were supposed to be focused on golf. He's sitting up in bed at night. I'm trying to watch ESPN or some stupid show or sleep. That, and he's so a whole different. We're never going to get numbers. to the subject that we started to say. This is the subject. You were so uptight. I'm doing my my world so I don't have to pay some accountant to do this oh, for me. Oh, my God. We might make one more, two more putts that next day, and you wouldn't need uh, to pay your accountant. Uh, you have more, more money. You wouldn't have to pay attention to it anymore. What's he talking about? I'm staying out of this. Who, this who slept great every night? Me. And who was? I did all the work. You the sleep the the, You were worried about losing my bag and couldn't find the <laughs> yes, golf course and lost true. your tennis shoes and caddied for the wrong guy and that's stuff true. like that. Anyway, five hundred twenty-six thousand dollars of write-offs, nine hundred thirty-six thousand dollars in taxes. The bottom line for the PGA Tour player: one point two seven one million dollars. Okay, here's the LPGA. We've got hotels of $22,000, airfare of 11000 which I don't know how, if you look at the LPGA schedule, you're going to travel on $11,000 to all the different countries. They go to half a dozen different countries, Pearl. They're all over the place. I don't yeah. know how they do that. Yeah. $5,000 for rental cars. You don't see that category on the, on, the LP, on, the, on the regular tour because we get a car every week. Meals of 10000 The girls aren't eating quite as much. Uh, $76,000 to the caddy, and that's because... Um, they didn't earn as much. Fifteen thousand dollars for your swing coach and instruction. Mental coach is forty five hundred. Trainers five thousand, and twelve thousand goes to your agent, uh, and a little bit of accounting. So we got one hundred sixty five thousand for write offs. She's paying one hundred twenty four thousand in taxes, and her bottom line take home is one hundred eighty two thousand compared to one point two seven one for the. That's a great living. It's a great living. Both both of them are great living. Sure. Yeah. I think the thing that that um that just shocked me when I did this was the was how much more money overall the PGA Tour is playing for is raising money. The, you know, the PGA Tour is as we've talked about just such a dynamic charitable engine. It just makes all sorts of money. But man, this this is a hell of a disparity between men and women. What's your take? I think it's appropriate. 
that you don't think the girls should be playing for more? No, I think it has to do with, uh, you know, it's it's capitalism, right? How many people are watching the girls play golf? Right. Phoenix, I'm just down in Phoenix, what, three weeks ago, uh, basking in the sun for a month and a half, but we'll leave, we'll leave that behind us a little bit. And so uh, rubbing that in? I think he's rubbing it. I think it's I felt it a little bit. Phoenix yeah. Open, I believe it is the largest attended sports event in the United States. No doubt. No and doubt. I think... And this isn't to disparage the ladies at all, but I think you could probably put ten or fifteen of their, their events, and it doesn't total what happens at the uh, oh, there's no, no the question. So there's no you know, question. I think uh, they've got to figure out how to promote it. They've got to figure out how to get more people interested. If you've got, I don't know the numbers, Jay, and I wish right now that I would have done that. If their attendance is one measurement of of people showing up, or viewership on TV is one tenth or one fifth, well, these numbers are about right, you know. Uh, as as far as how much money and stuff they're, they're playing with, so I think it's I think it's relative. I read I read the article, and so they're talking. Well, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. Somebody that are, that rises up and and has tiger like stuff. So one of the things that I noticed, so because I follow the LPGA tour, you know, we I just brought up our, I our buddy Al, Alberto Valenzuela and his daughter Alban is a going to be a star out there. I believe went to Stanford. She's in a rookie year, played a few events, and doing okay. But just the just their website, you know, just some of the things that could be cleaned up. Um, I've got an interview coming with Kay Cockrell. She's a UCLA All American. She's a two time uh, U.S. Amateur champion, a stalwart on the Golf Channel from Wonderful the very lady. beginning. A great, great person. And we talked a little bit about this. And there's just so many little things for the LPGA that would could be cleaned up that can. I think could go a long way, and their website is one of them. It's just hard to get through. You can't, you you know, you can't pull up what you're looking for and things like that. And I just, I just don't know if it's uh, if it's because there's, is it all money based, Pearl? Is there is the reason that the website and things like that are lacking? It's, it, no, this they are not in poverty. There's no reason they can't have those things. And some of the cool things that they have done is they have that incredible international flair and how much they play uh, in different parts of the world. They're doing a lot of right things. I love what you're saying because, to me, that's that's business. If you don't take care of the little things and you want the big things to happen in, in business, it doesn't happen that way. So, you know, I haven't dug in the way you're talking about, but I think and in, in maybe that's something Kay can give her opinions on as well. Uh, but if they're if they're leaving a bunch of those types of things not uh, professionally done on the side, then that's stuff that they need to do to support whatever growth they do want to have. You know what? Let's take a break real quick, and we'll we'll uh, we'll rejoin this conversation on the back nine. Uh, come back. This is Golf with Jay Delson. The 100,000-watt blowtorch for St. Louis sports, driven by Auto Centers Nissan, home of the 30-day return. WXOS and WXOS HD1, East St. Louis, 101 ESPN. In 1975, Pro-Am Golf began providing golf equipment to companies in the incentive and rewards industry. Now, some 48 years later, Pro-Am Golf is still the leader there, but there is so much more. They now have their own retail outlet, as well as state-of-the-art computers and cameras that customize all of your personal fitting needs. Pro-Am Golf carries all of the major brands, from Titleist, Callaway, Ping, and TaylorMade, to the latest fashion trends by Puma Golf. Whatever your needs, Pro-Am Golf will meet them and add the very best customer service in the industry. Call them at 314-781-7775 or find them at ProAmGolfCTR.com. I want to take a minute to tell you about a law firm that has been with me since the inception of the show. 
I'm talking about Doster, Olam, and Boyle. The firm was started in 2015 by Mike Doster, Jess Olam, and John Boyle. These are three veterans of the St. Louis real estate, banking, commercial, and corporate legal landscape. The firm has talented additional roster of professionals with decades of experience to help you achieve your goals in whatever situation you find yourself in. The firm was founded on the shared goals that success has to be measured by client and community satisfaction, not just profits for the partners. These guys are involved in the community, they live in the community, and they care about the community. Since its founding in 2015, Dr. Ullman Boyle have been involved in real estate business, and corporate transactions with over a billion dollars in combined value. Their areas of practice will overlap, and the firm's attorneys will take their time to get to know you and your situation so that they can guide you and point you in the direction that you need to go. Doster Ullman Boyle, extraordinary talent, ordinary people. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Everyone is looking for the extra edge, and Jay Delsing is digging deep to find it. It's the leading edge on Golf with Jay Delsing. I am with Kurt Rowe, who is the executive director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. So, Kurt, I'm on your site. It's, it's metga.org. And, um, man, I just go up and down. We've got stuff on the World Handicap System. We've got stuff um, about the the 2020 U.S. Amateur Four Ball. We've got some honors from Shogi that has been with us in the golf community forever and is just a character and a wonderful guy. There's internships. There's, gosh, there's a little bit of everything for anybody who loves a game of golf on your site. Yeah, well, we, uh, you know, we, we feel that our site's kind of the hub for, uh, for amateur, you know, golf in this region, um, whether it's people who are interested in playing in our championships or getting the, uh, you know, obtaining a membership. Uh, they can find out information from our member clubs. We've got 140-plus member clubs in the St. Louis, Central, Southern Illinois regions. So they can get information from there. Um, and then, yeah, just always trying to update it and keep it fresh and, uh, you know, show that, show what we're out there doing and, uh, and the services that we're providing, uh, to the clubs and golfers. So, yeah, that's right. And Kurt, so let's talk a little bit about your championships, uh, that are going to run it. Tell us what the slate looks like. Yeah. So we, we've got, uh, we'll, we'll do 11, I think 11 of our own championships in 2020, um, everywhere from, uh, kind of our kickoff event, event is the old Washington cup, which is, uh, it is at Old Washington Country Club every year. It's our match play championship. Um, it features the top 16 players from last year's uh, player of the year point system. So it's really the, the best players in the region for 2019 competing in that. Um, we've got championship, a women's championship, junior championship, a nine-hole championship, which we started last year, uh, which I think took off fairly pretty well. It was pretty popular. And so we're looking forward to that again this year at Baldwin Golf Course. Um, Four-ball championship and then uh, and a senior championship. Um, in addition to three weekend events, Eastside Amateur, uh, Southern Illinois Amateur, and, uh, and Normandy Amateur. But our two flagship events are definitely our Open Championship, which this year is going to take place at Lake Forest. It's a 54-hole event um, that we're attracting golf professionals from 30 states, uh, and they, they play for a very nice purse. And then our Amateur Championship, which is celebrating its 30th season this year, uh, 30th edition, and that's going to be at Meadowbrook Country Club in August. And uh, that's really our, our flagship event that, uh, you know, that really the, even the Golf Association started on um, back, you know, 30 years ago. So uh, a great lineup, a lot of great venues. Uh, I've mentioned Warson, Meadowbrook, uh, Lake Forest, uh, Westboro, um, Algonquin, St. Clair Country Club. Um, so uh, we, uh, we, we, we're very fortunate. Our, our member clubs are very good to us, and uh, we appreciate them um, 
you know, stepping up and, and hosting, you know, all of our championships, uh, you know, each season. Folks got to get onto your site and check out just all of the different opportunities. Let's talk a little bit about the gin system, the Metropolitan E-Club, which is a great opportunity. If you are not a member of a local country club, you can still get involved in this handicap system. And then the rollout of uh, the world handicap system in 2020. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one of the, one of our key services that we provide to golfers and, and clubs is the, is the gin handicap service, um, which is through the, uh, through the USGA. Um, and then that's, uh, that's tied into the world handicap system. Uh, so you can, there's two ways you, you can obtain a membership. Um, and that's one through a, one of the clubs in the area. So the private clubs all have it and almost all the public facilities, you can go to one of them and get a membership and get that, that gin, uh, gin handicap service. Or you mentioned we do have the Metropolitan E-Club, which is strictly online. You can go right to our website and join um, that way and still get all the same benefits. Get the handicap index, get the eligible, eligibility to participate in all of our championships, um, including our amateur series. And, uh, and and several other benefits. Our, our newsletter that goes out eight times a year, uh, twice a month, you get an e-revision that shows your updated index. Um, so a lot of great opportunities. And for the uh, for the listeners of the Golf, Golf with Jay Delsing show, we've got a banner banner ad right on the homepage now. You can click right on there. That's going to take you directly to uh, to the registration site. And, you know, hopefully we can get, the, get some of these listeners uh, signed up and uh, get them on the path to maintaining an index here in 2020. Thanks for doing it for us. Keep doing it for us, and thanks for being involved in the show. Uh, Jay, it's our pleasure. The Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association is a proud sponsor of Golf with Jay Telsing. The MAGA has been the USGA Allied Golf Association in the St. Louis Central and Southern Illinois region since 1992. The MAGA provides over 30 days of competition opportunities and conducts qualifying for nine USGA championships while supporting more than 140 member clubs with amateur golf services. Find all of their information at metga.org or call 314-567-MAGA. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by St. Louis Bank. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We are headed to the Back Nine, brought to you by our friends at St. Louis Bank. And, uh, okay, so Pearl, let's get, jump back into this conversation. We're, com- we're comparing monies and travel and things like that, LPGA versus PGA Tour players. Uh, so not an old... Golf Week magazine taking the fiftieth ranked player in each um, on each tour, and the dis- I mean the the thing that hit me first and foremost was the, the the difference in the in the cash, you know. But when I, you know, so playing the tour, I've actually finished fiftieth on the money list one year, and I made um, just less than three hundred grand, you know. And um, hell, I thought I was that was a ton. It just felt like it was a ton, and I, I look at some of these expenses. One of the things that happens folks, you go out to a, a PGA Tour event, and any of you guys that had the opportunity to go to Bell Reef, watch the PGA Championship in August of 2018, you probably noticed walking down the fairways in a practice round at, on the PGA Tour and the PGA Championship for three a threesome or a foursome, there's anywhere between 35 and 50 people walking down the fairway. And one of the reasons is, you know, guys are bringing their girlfriends to, to a practice round, guys are bringing their trainers out on the golf course with them, their mental coaches, their agents are out there. It's become so big. And so 
I used their to, team. It's their team. It's their team, and they talk about that. And I and I get that. And look, one I of like the reasons that. there is a team, and I do too, is because this cat made two point seven five million dollars last year, mm-hmm. and he finished fiftieth. Okay, terrific. He needs a team, and and all this. It's it's wonderful. But from a playing standpoint, Pearl, I hated all that crap going on during the practice round. There were times where I was way distracted in practice rounds, and we get playing with buddies and have fun and things like that. But typically, we were playing. We were either gambling or we were seeing the golf course for the first time or the second time, trying to make notes. When when you were caddying for me, I felt like we got a hell of a lot out of our practice rounds. We definitely did. We definitely did. It worked a lot, a lot in the short game around the uh, the greens. Absolutely. And one of the things that um, uh, that I help some of the the younger guys that are. Um, coaching and stuff now is is to go to a spot uh, or look for things that are kind of um, atypical from what you 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 see generally speaking but are found all over the place at this particular course for example if you go down to Pinehurst okay and you're going to have to try to figure out how to hit some sort of sandy little bump and runny sort of shots because that's everywhere out there you know you're just somewhere along the line in the course of of well, seventy-two hole event, you're gonna hit your ball Absolutely. in those spots, and and you know we did a great job of that. I think um, every course has its little idiosyncrasies, and and as you're saying, for the most part, it's within forty, fifty yards of the green. Right. That that if you're not plugging into that, it's not going to be a good week. Do you remember the time when we were in New Zealand, and they had the weirdest fringes over there? So, folks, the the first two feet right off the, the edge of the green was cut down low, and it was just fine. But they had almost four yards of like what we would call like an intermediate rough that was probably like two and a half or three inches long, which was not like too uh, treacherous necessarily, but we noticed right away that the ball would sit in some odd Odd ways, and so we started playing three woods out of there. Do you remember? I, I, I can do. remember I spending remember. a lot of time yeah. with that, and then going in the tournament, having that come back and pay dividends straight away on one long par three. We had a really good looking shot in there that just went over the back, and had this hairy little downhill shot, and we handled it. And I remember going, "That's why we spend so much yeah, time doing right. that." Yeah. Um. Anyway, so my my takeaway on this is, um, I really believe. When I started looking at this article and what I came back with are two different things. I really believe um, – I'd really love to see the LPGA um, play for more money. I'd really love to see – they're doing some phenomenal stuff. They're, they're, the sponsorships for some of these the, these women have, um, when they take maternity leave, these companies are, are honoring some of their commitments and saying, yeah, we're, we're going to you know pay you through um, – uh, you know, having this child so that you can get back and represent us. And that happened to um, Stacey Lewis and, and Brittany Lincecum and, and things like that. And something that we would never have to deal with on the, the regular tour. But what I, I hope that the LPGA can take, it to, take themselves to the next level, you know, in terms of, um, I, and I really hope that somewhere along the line we get a U.S. player that can light the world on fire and compete with some of the, Basically, the South Koreans because they're just so dominant. Well, there's plenty of good U.S. players coming up. Uh, you know, we we, we mentioned uh, Albin Valenzuela. Uh, obviously, she's very new coming out there, but there's there's quite a few really good ones. I don't know. At the end of the day, Jay, I hope they make more money because I hope everybody makes more money. But I'm not going to watch them anymore if they're playing for twice as much money. It doesn't really matter to me. No, 
No, I just mean in the terms, you know, my girl, mm-hmm. dad, I, 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 I know that, um, you know, my daughter's in the workplace. It's never been a, a better time to be a woman in the workplace, but it's still not, they're still not getting dollar to dollar to the men. And, and but I think there's other things we can talk about another time, but, you know, you've got some of the best players ever just walked away from the game because they wanted to do other things as far as, you know, families and stuff, you know. So, you know, if, if Tiger would have walked away halfway through his career, if Phil would have walked away halfway through his career, I think that would have hurt the tour. I know it would have hurt the tour. We know it would have hurt the, the guys' tour. Lorena Ochoa, she just, she walked away. She wanted to get married and have a family. Yep. Um, and Annika, Annika, Annika cut, her, cut her career get, uh, much shorter than we would have expected. good for them. I mean, it's fantastic right. that they had the opportunity to do that. But when you're talking about building a brand and getting followers, right. Right. and you have the top people in your given sport, Michael J- uh, Jordan walks away two-thirds of the way through his career. Colby Ryan, two-thirds of the way through his career. It's going to change right. what and, money's coming in. So, I mean, relative to, again, I think who's paying attention, I think it, I'm sure the money is probably correct relative to that. And I don't know what they do about those other brand issues, but you can't just take your top draw people and have them disappear suddenly and expect everything to be okay financially. Yeah, and so what and what it does is it, it tells you what sort of challenges, yeah. A, that tour has, and B, the player has. So this woman's going to say, what the hell, I'm going to keep playing golf and for forego a family? Yeah. I mean, who the hell wants to have to choose that, well, which is what the men don't have to do? But the ladies don't have to do that. There's plenty of ladies that can have, have a family, and doesn't Julie Inkster have a family, and she kept playing, and she's coaching? Right. Well, it's I a mean, choice. But it's a, but, it's a, but it's a personal thing. Like, Julie has figured, felt like she could do that with the support that she had or where she lived. You know, there's a lot of things that go and with that. we know that. plenty and, of guys playing mini tours that didn't quite make it, or, or journeymen, they quit because it was too tough on their family. So, I mean, yep. it, it, goes, it goes both yep. ways. I understand what you're saying. More so for the for the ladies, but there's still those challenges both sides. Yeah, what I'm saying is that we didn't. I didn't have to have. I didn't have to bear the children. There's a that's a whole when you make your living playing. Oh, that's not that big a deal. Well, that's going to wrap up the back nine. Um, We've got an episode of Whack and Chase. Come back and and listen to Matt. This is a good one. Um, But that was the back nine brought to you by St. Louis Bank. Come back for the 19th hole. This is golf with Jay Delsing. The 100,000-watt blowtorch for St. Louis sports. Driven by Auto Centers Nissan. Home of the 30-day return. WXOS and WXOS HD1. East St. Louis. 101 ESPN. In 1975, Pro-Am Golf began providing golf equipment to companies in the incentive and rewards industry. Now, some 48 years later, Pro-Am Golf is still the leader there, but there is so much more. They now have their own retail outlet, as well as state-of-the-art computers and cameras that customize all of your personal fitting needs. Pro-Am Golf carries all of the major brands, from Titleist, Callaway, Ping, and TaylorMade, to the latest fashion trends by Puma Golf. Whatever your needs, Pro-Am Golf will meet them and add the very best customer service in the industry. Call them at 314-781-7775 or find them at ProAmGolfCTR.com. This is Dan McLaughlin, TV voice of the Cardinals. St. Louis is one of the best sports cities in the country. We also have a tremendous history of supporting professional golf. We're excited to bring golf back to St. Louis with the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic, September 28th through October 4th at Norwood Hills Country Club. Don't miss your chance to see PGA Tour champion legends. Proceeds will benefit St. Louis area youth, including the Urban League, Mary Grove, the Boys and Girls Club, and more. For tickets and sponsorship information, head to ascensioncharityclassic.com. It's time to get the scoop on the St. Louis golf scene. Here's Jay and Kurt Rowe with the Metropolitan Minute. Hey, Jay. Good morning, listeners. 
Hey, this is a big week coming up uh, this week, the first week of March for the Metropolitan Golf Association. First off, score posting starts today, March 1. So if you get out there and are able to play today and you're a member of the Golf Association, make sure you get those first scores posted and we'll start to see those uh, indexes, handicap indexes changing this season. And secondly, this week is the opening of registrations for Metropolitan Championships and our Amateur Series events. They will open tomorrow, March 2nd at 9 a.m., so you can get in, get out there, get into the website, metga.org, and uh, check out our schedule of events, and you can start to start registering for any of our Metropolitan Championships and our Amateur Series. And for those that are, haven't done it yet or are still looking for, a, for a, a home and a way to be a member, check out the Metropolitan E-Club. It's also available on the website at www.metga.org. The Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association helps support this show, Golf with Jay Delsing, and they do so much for uh, we golfers here in St. Louis. Let me tell you about a strength training program that helped me, and it can improve your golf game and overall fitness as well. And all it takes is 20 minutes once a week. 20 Minutes to Fitness targets the muscle groups used in golf. Because you work with a trainer on physical therapy equipment, it also reduces the chance of exercise-related injuries to almost zero. But don't take my word for it. Try it yourself. Your first session is absolutely free. 20 Minutes to Fitness is in Clayton and Chesterfield. To learn more, visit 20MinutesToFitness.com. 20 Minutes to Fitness. It works for me. USA Mortgage is doing it again. Joe Schieser and his staff have lowered rates again this month, and they will waive closing costs if you want to refinance to get cash out, lower your rate, shorten your term, or eliminate that costly, unnecessary mortgage insurance. If you are purchasing a property, they can issue a pre-approval letter within minutes. They are the largest mortgage company in the state of Missouri, and their volume allows them to quote the lowest rates. Don't waste your time with the national online brokers. USA Mortgage is employee-owned and operated right here in St. Louis. USA Mortgage has closed over $500 million in loans in nearly 30 years in the business and over $2 million alone to Delsing's. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Pearlie and I are in the 19th hole. We're going straight to this Whack and Chase um, episode we got Matt on. Jay, John, the people need your help. This week, it's Matt who's on the line for Whack and Chase. Hey, Matt, how you, how you doing? Oh, hey, I'm doing great. Hey, thank you guys for taking my call. I'm a longtime listener, first-time caller. And I actually have a couple whoa, of questions whoa, whoa, about... Whoa, 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 wait a second, Matt. Slow down a little bit. Matt, we got a Pearly system gets here. very we, sensitive we, if you go talk a system here. Pearly loves hearing <laughs> the sound of his own voice, and if you jump at the gun like that, he's going to not be happy. Matt, we need, to know, we need to know a couple quick things about you. Where are you okay. from? Where are you from? Okay, I'm originally from Springfield, Illinois, but I live in Chesterfield now. All right, Chesterfield. And what's your handicap? Oh, my God. My game is in shambles. I don't even know what my handicap is. I'm kind of an anomaly, John. I love to watch the sport and watch the pros, but I'm not as big of a player awesome. as I am a watcher of the sport. Fan of the sport. Well, we like that. That's a little bit unique. So thank you for indulging me in those uh, questions to kind of get uh, things kicked off here. What is your question for Jay? Yeah. So first of all, Jay, I've known you for a few years now, and I've always admired the fact that in the sport that I call the purest sport in the world, if you don't crack the top 125 every year, you are not going to get your tour card. And you did that for over 20 years. I find that to be so impressive and amazing. So congrats to you for that. 
Oh, well, thanks, well, Matt. Well, we need to have Matt call in. Am I related to you? Are you <laughs> Matt, are you impressed <laughs> with the consistency? But, so, John and Jay, here's my kind of question that I'm curious about. No, you got to answer I, my question first. Gosh dang it, Matt. Now, hang on a second. Are you impressed with the consistency? Is that what you're saying, his consistency over 20 years? Yes. Now, you don't bring up my consistency about the tour, though. How, why don't you do but, that? But wait, so, John, I'm about to get into your consistency. Okay, because for the, just for the fact, just for the fact of the matter, Jay had his card for 20 years in a row. I didn't have my card for 20 years in a row. So we have that in common. Right, right. <laughs> That's consistent. Okay. It is. Right. It's it's so consistent. And you guys, here's what I've kind of admired about the whole tour. You guys both have been a team, and I've always been curious about this, the relationship between the caddy and the golfer where it's 100% commission and that caddy is reliant on his golfer to make his living. And when you get that 10% of the golfer's earnings – I just feel like it's wrought with the potential for some, hey, I want to upgrade to a better pro to try to make more. And oh, I'm that's kind true of as heck. You got that right, Matt. You know a lot about the game. That's a great call. Heck, yeah, we all want to always upgrade. Consistency, if you look at it, doesn't do you a heck of a lot of good on this tour. You want guys that are out there winning money. I'm not looking for a guy that's out there keeping his card for 20 years. Matt, do you know how many times I offered pearly services to some of my fellow pros? <laughs> Hey, and, and Matt, be careful on throwing around those percentages. It's 10% if you win. So, that unfortunately, that doesn't happen very often. And let's see, uh, the times I was out there, it happened, uh, let me think, uh, one, zero. So, uh, yeah, I never saw 10%. And, hey, for the record, I never saw 6 or 7% either. I think I got a sleeve of golf balls and a pat on the back and some free breakfast, I think is what the deal was. But wait, Jay. He was still overpaid, Matt. Jay, did you ever feel pressure because you were basically putting food on John's table by how you performed? Well, you know, that's interesting. Not necessarily with John because he was a really successful business guy that came out and caddied for me, you know, for for different reasons. But my wife, if that was the case, Matt, my wife should not have allowed me to caddy. And and you know what? Sally, who's a wonderful woman, wouldn't speak to me if that were the case. But no, Matt, to your point, with with some of the other professional caddies that did this thing for a living, there we go a, slamming it, me again. Go it was ahead. A, it was a it was a big deal. I mean, when we first started in the eighties, it was I felt like a lot of the caddies probably were just coming out and they were just hanging out, and this was You're just picking them up in the do. parking lot. Right, we'd pick them up in the parking lot. They'd get a couple hundred bucks for the week for carrying the bag, and then a percentage on top of it. But right. that isn't how it is now. I mean, these guys, it's huge amounts of money. Um, the caddies are making. Two, three, four hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, you know, they're in their twenties, hanging out with one of their buddies who happens to be a world class golfer, and they're just banking serious dollars here. With but the, I think with Matt has a great question. So, yeah. in the earlier years, what kind of allegiance or what kind of concern did you have, if any? That you know, they're no, going. I did. I mean, I had uh, my my rookie year. I had a, a steady caddy, uh, Brad Whittle, great guy. And I think at one point in time, I missed like seven cuts in a row, and like. Six of them were by a stroke. I mean, we're well, he was kind of balding anyway, but we were pulling our hair out, and his was working. Mine just kept growing back. But what, what, yeah, so what I would do is, you know, I'd give him an, an extra back of the day, it wasn't 10 much bucks. Money. I'd give him an extra quarter. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd give him an extra 50 or 100 bucks. And you, well, know, you didn't and, have any money either. That's no, why I, I, I mean, and you had well, a bunch of kids, and, and you had a bunch let's, of things let's, going on. let's be honest. Well, I didn't have any kids in 85, but um, we didn't. 
I it was better me. for the story if Give you just acknowledge Okay, I had several kids okay. and a couple of wives, and everything was a, in complete shambles <laughs> off the course. And so when I gave him an extra, when I gave him an extra fifty bucks, man, I had multiple wives and kids pissed off at me. How's that? That's way better. Good job, Jay. Okay, we'll do anything for ratings. So, um, but yeah, it, it, I, one of the things that uh, I'm either blessed with or just cursed with is that. Um, I'm not a worrier, you know, so if I had to worry about my caddy eating, much less me eating, oh, my God, I would have, I've been like, somebody's going to have to give me this three-foot putt because I cannot make it. So I, 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 I really didn't think that much of it at the time. That's an awesome, so, uh, awesome question, though, Matt. And would you guys say a caddy in today's era is required to know more than a caddy 20 or 30 years ago. Are these all former players that played at a high level that really are bringing something to the table? You're going to get to listen to Mark Long, uh, right. Matt, on our show because he talked. We talked specifically who about you, who that. Mark, talk to, who did Mark caddy Mark for? Long is a, a caddy. He caddied for 25 years. I think he had 13 wins. Um, one with Fred Funk and won the the um, the Players Championship. And now these these caddies are really good players. Some of them had had cards at one time, but in my generation, no. There okay. was a little looser crowd. There was uh, some. There were some guys that can play, yep. but there's some that that couldn't. Yep. But it obviously gravitated, and as it is today, uh, where most of them were good players. And then they started putting the, st- the statistics out a couple of weeks ago. How many guys have actually played on the tour that are now caddying? Right. I mean, there's there, it's ca- tour it's, cards. It's, it's crazy. It's getting kind of crazy yeah. that way. Uh, but I think it speaks. And I think it's one. I know it's one way. If Jay and I were just buddies and I wasn't a player, it would have been a completely different thing. I, I knew how to play a little bit. I certainly knew okay. Jay's game from having played, so I could tap into that. And he could look at me and know that you know I've got a clue what we're talking about with this snuck shot or what the options were or what this lie meant. That meant a, that meant a, the world to me. I mean, John was an All American in college and played professional golf himself, Matt. And and that there's just certain situations where you're not really sure what. You're not really sure what this ball's going to do out of this lie or this condition, or you're doing the best job you can to try to figure out what the shot's going to play, and the wind's right. blowing all over the place. And, and so, whether it's like golf, or golf, or business, you want somebody that has some experience that can kind of you know speak to that, that you can lean on a little bit. And I think that's right. why all the players are doing it. They're leaning because the guy's some kind of a friend a lot of times these days, but he's also a player. So there's that combination. Right. But but Matt, I will tell you one of the things that John and I did so well when we were together was we were committed. We we yep. did not leave stuff flying around, and I, when I was when I was trying out new caddies and things like that, I it was the first thing that I needed someone that could be strong and right. and and tell me with conviction. You know, if if you're coming down the stretch trying to win a, a tournament, you're between a you know a four four iron and a five iron or something, and you hear this indecision in your caddy's voice, it sucks. Yeah, can't happen. Can't it sucks. Happen. Yeah. Well, thank okay. you. Thanks a lot, Matt, for that. I hope that answers some of the questions. And that was unique to uh, Whack and Chase, but it was w- wonderful talking to you and appreciate the uh, the idea. Yeah, Matt, and keep, keep listening. And, uh, and typically we say if we helped you, you know, tell everybody you know, and if we didn't help you, tell them we never met. But, but it was fun listening to Whack and Chase. That's what I guess we'd say, yeah, say to you. Keep tuning in. Hey, I appreciate both of you guys, and I enjoy listening to your show. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Have a great day. 
Okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. That's some great questions by Matt. Uh, really diving into uh, your world there, talking about caddies, and you looking to switch bags. And uh, you were so happy to caddy for me all the time. I mean, you I was never... happy to caddy for you, and that's kind of that's. I love that. It's whack and chase and caddy tales all all wrapped in one. That's that's perfect. That's that to me is what this is about. There's so many great stories. Yep. Uh, from that that caddy side. Yep. So, um, well, that's going to do it for another show. Pearly, welcome back. Absolutely. It's great to have you back. It was a lot of fun. Meet. Thanks for. Um, for uh, all, all you do, and uh, I don't know how you do it, but keep doing it. And um, we will talk to you next week. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. That was Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Whitmore Country Club. Tune in next Sunday for more from Jay, John, and the other pros and experts from the golf world. In the meantime, you can find all of Jay's shows at 101ESPN.com as well as at jdelsinggolf.com.